It's another episode of Broship. Matt is looking fantastic. Earth tones, let me tell you something. Earth tones really, really bring out your features, even more so than I thought it was even possible. I, I thank you because so it's funny. I've been calling. I called myself the Earth Tone King today. Um, my my sweatshirt is beige. My pants are olive. My Vans are beige. And I'm currently wearing a black hat, but I was wearing this olive hat. So I was like earth toning it all day, but you're the first person to actually call me on it. But I appreciate you noticing. And I wish anybody, (laughs) again, audio podcast, but I wish, I wish everyone was able to see your face the second I said earth tones, because it was like, I gave you the best Christmas gift of all time yeah so you were very excited i'm happy that i was able to do that but i know everyone is is curious about about how the (laughs) night went for me at my (laughs) friend's wedding after two weeks of being off (laughs) being off being off the sauce and also cheers uh, which by the way cheers clink No, so um, not eating anything that you know, you know normal human yep. beings eat. Uh, it was great. I had a wonderful time. I so all right. First off, we've talked about this before. Uh, where do I want to go with this? All right. First off, weddings are beautiful, and like I am, I realize I'm so much more emotional than I really thought that I was. Because you're an emotional person. I always try to like act like I'm not, but yeah, I guess I am. You really are. Because yeah. like the bride walked down the aisle immediately, just got dusty. They had their first dance, immediately got dusty. My buddy did his best man speech, dusty. Like there was a lot of emotions going through. And it wasn't even my wedding. Like I feel like I'm gonna be screwed whenever someone decides, yeah. Which will never happen, but yeah, I want to spend the no, rest of my life with you, John. You're you're gonna be the perfect groom because you know how everyone's always like romanticizing that groom who's like falling as their bride's coming down the aisle. That's gonna be you. You're gonna look so good, up dude. There. I'm going to fall out like crying my I, I eyes out. It's gonna be yeah, so it's bad. Gonna, it's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be no, so gonna be bad. Beautiful. Like you guys, it's gonna be it's gonna be like James Brown when he's on stage and they they come around with like the blanket. <laughs> Like that's what that's what all of my grooms are gonna have to do. Except they're gonna have to like lift me up just so I can stand there. Um, and then it's gonna be really awkward when I stand up and object. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that will be a little weird. Um, it was such a good ceremony. <laughs> no, I didn't want salmon. Which there will not be. Oh, whatever, we're getting off topic. Uh, so that was beautiful. <laughs> we can't spend an entire podcast talking about food again. Yeah. although i forgot how good that quote was if you didn't listen go back and listen but i i forget some of the quotes that we say until we go back and edit and boy oh boy are we just quote machines sometimes oh it's it's it is so entertaining to edit these podcasts because i we've said this before we immediately stop recording and forget about everything we talked about and the thing it doesn't help that we take a whole week to edit so 
you know, I, I edited today and we recorded a week from yesterday, actually. I was a little bit late today. Um, but now we're talking about a podcast that came out last week. It's a whole thing. <laughs> you, you wouldn't get it. They Broship operates on a weird schedule. If they're listening, they, they get it because they know us. So They get it. They get it. So I'm sitting there and I'm recording. I'm not recording. I'm editing. And Are you cheating on it me? was like, no. <laughs> Like like last week's episode is actually a very like emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Um it starts off pretty heavy and I added something to it that personally got me all teary-eyed as I was listening to it. And it just it, it, it was it started off rough. But then we're getting into the conversation and some of these jokes that we get to re-listen to that we totally forgot about. It's like listening to the podcast for the first time. Which is wonderful. <laughs> See it's fantastic. When we get done with our show, it's like Will Ferrell when he gives the debate in old school, where he's like, what happened? I just blacked out. The second <laughs> one of us hits stop on the recording, that's it. It's like, I have no idea what we just said. And our, our eyes, like our pupils get super wide and then they get super tiny. And then average. Just, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Broship. A non-romantic pairing of two characters together, it focuses on their relationship as friends, or occasionally as real blood-related brothers. Uh, yeah. Uh, se- second thing about weddings, and this is specifically towards me, my... So, one of my best friends, as you know, got married. Now, yes, this kid, I've known this kid my entire life, and my family has known him my entire life, obviously. Now I have another friend that I went to elementary school, high school, college with. He's engaged, right? So I was telling my mom about the fact that he's engaged. And my mom hit me with the worst possible question that you can ask any human being ever. Not, oh, did you lose weight? Oh, did you get taller? Oh, how's, are you in a relationship? Like, Nothing, nothing is bad. My how's mom, your co-host doing? How, yeah, how's, yeah, for me it would be how, how's your co-host doing? <laughs> my mom, after I explained to her that, that two of my lifelong friends are either engaged or, getting ma- or are married, she said, so does it make you reevaluate your life? And let me tell you something. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to, I, I didn't know what to say. It, it didn't until she asked. And now I'm reevaluating everything in life because here's the reason I've had this conversation with my mom before. The last time I had the conversation was when I was in college and I was doing things that college kids do. And you know, everything was, Hey John, you're probably going to, you know, want to settle down sometime when you're 26 mm-hmm. and your mom's like, does this make you reevaluate your life? Oh buddy. It did. <laughs> it really did. It really made me evaluate, reevaluate my life. I haven't done anything about it yet, obviously. It's fine. But, I mean, you, what are you going to do right now? We're in the middle of a pandemic. Listen. You're going to meet someone? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's why I won't meet someone. Because we're, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Listen, that's why. blame the pandemic for now. Oh, I'm going to do that forever. <laughs> and then after that, uh, Mercury's in retrograde. That's going to be my excuse exactly. for everything. I like that, but... Yeah, unless you come, you're gonna come across some like astrology freak, and they're gonna call you out. And actually, no, Mars is in retrograde. Mercury won't be in retrograde until right. 2022. All right, 
this is what I will say. And I, I don't know where you're, where you lie in this. So I apologize if this offends you. Okay. Offend if me, you wake up and read a horoscope and believe that your Zodiac sign actually determines like what type of person you are, there is nothing that I have for you. Not a thing. If you're, if you're yeah. walking around saying, oh, this personality trait is because I'm this, or this personality trait is because I'm that. No, 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 no. You're just a human being. And then you nitpick a la carte. Like you're at a buffet, like you're at Chef Mickey's, just going <laughs> left and right. This is what I want. This is what I don't want. You're like, oh my God, that fits me. No, it doesn't. It doesn't fit no. you. At all. It's, it's the most generalized list of characteristics you could possibly imagine. And it's like, literally... I'm sure at some point through this pandemic, you're going through a life change. No shit. You're doing everything from home. Yeah. It's just how it is. I, yeah, I don't, I can't stand astrology. Now that's not to say there aren't certain things that. So have you ever heard of the Enneagram test? I, I understood test. Okay. Basically what it is, you take this test and you, basically mark off things that you relate to the most through that you find out what your personality type is and it's this whole thing that that basically says there are only nine personality traits in this world and every single one of us falls usually in one or two of them i had to take that test once and i kind i don't live and breathe by it but there's science to that one, so I I how, really how many traits are there? They say nine altogether. There's nine personality types that you fall into, and I I thought it was I thought it was stupid. I'm like, no way. This sounds like astrology. It sounded like that to me. It it's backed by science, I guess. Um, I did the test, and then I learned about my personality type that I tested high on. And it's spot on. And these aren't like general characteristics. It will literally tell you. So I'm a type seven, which is an enthusiast. Okay. And it will tell you, and I also have high two tendencies. Uh, It will tell you though. You're such a two. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) But it will tell you how you act when you're at your healthiest. So like mentally healthiest, how you are on the average day to day and how you will act when you're, unhealthy mentally it's like scary correct and not not general not like oh you enjoy going out but you're also a little bit reserved it's like it's literally when you're happy you do this 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 and this when you're on like a decent whatever day this is how you act and when you're unhealthy guess what you are a toxic human being which that's not actually mine i think that's type sixes are toxic I'm probably, I'm probably a top six um, honestly a type six uh I don't know. I would love to hear what you are, actually. It'd be interesting. I would love to take this test. Only test of my life that I'd be happy to take. But I'm glad that you brought that up because uh, quick transition. There is something that I want to talk about in the quote-unquote sports world. Hit me. Um, for those of you that don't know who Skip Bayless is, he is he's really just a sports personality. He's not like a sports analyst. He doesn't really come up with facts or anything like that. He's just someone that throws stuff at the wall, tries to have it stick. And his goal is to kind of like us. 
Yeah, but his like we try to like make people happy. He just tries to make people mad. He has like the the he has like the Howard Stern formula where it's like I want people to hate me because that just yeah. means that I'm more popular. Controversy will grow in a hundred percent. Except yeah. um when it comes to what he said this past week. So obviously a week ago, if you're listening, uh I believe it was last Thursday. So once this episode comes out, last Thursday, which was the 3rd of September. No, sorry. The 10th of September. I'm an idiot. God, we have to tighten up these Yeah. <laughs> the 10th. The 10th. Um, quarterback of the, of the Cowboys, Zach Prescott, came out and said that he was struggling with depression. And he had no idea what was going on. He started talking about his mental health. Uh, his brother committed suicide. And then the pandemic hit. So it was a lot of things going on. He said he wasn't even able to like exercise, get in the gym, work out. Which is super relatable. 100%. I feel it. 100%. Yeah. And then Skip Bayless on his sports talk show said that – actually, I'll just play the clip. I'm going to ask our audience to feel free to go ahead and condemn me if you choose as cold-blooded and insensitive on this issue. I have deep compassion for clinical depression. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the quarterback of an NFL team, you know this as well as I, better than I do, it's the ultimate leadership position in sports. Am I right about that? Mm -hmm. You are commanding an entire franchise. What's the roster now? Is it 53 still? 53, but I think they got like 15 practice squad guys. But but you're commanding a Uh lot of young men Uh and some older men. And they're all looking to you to be their CEO, to be in charge of the football team. Because of all that, I don't have sympathy for him going public with, I got depressed. I suffered depression early in COVID to the point that I couldn't even go work out. Look, he's the quarterback of America's team. And you know and I know the sport that you play, it is dog eat dog. Mm-hmm. It is no compassion, no quarter given on the football field. If, if you reveal publicly any little weakness, it can affect your team's ability to believe in you in the toughest spots. And it definitely can encourage others on, on the other side yeah. to come after you. So I... We are two people that have – we have a podcast out literally talking about this topic, but we also have kind of been in both sides, I, I, I want to say, of like, hey, we're dealing with something, but, hey, we just have to bottle it up because that's what we have to do. Or, mm-hmm. um, y- you know, just trying to, like, bury everything down because that's what we're, quote, unquote, supposed to do. And – I, when I saw that, I, I was so angry, like legitimately so angry. It's, it's a shame that somebody can't be open and honest about their mental health. I mean, like you said, we have an entire podcast where we really go down a, a huge rabbit hole. We spend a lot of time talking about it because you and I both advocate for mental health tremendously and actually as we're recording this right now it's suicide prevention week yeah uh which is such an important week and there's so many things you can get into when it comes to mental health but the fact that 
Dak Prescott came out and was so honest and he was saying, I suffered with anxiety and depression. I'm currently suffering with anxiety and depression. I got so sad during COVID that I couldn't work out, which a lot of us went through. I, when Corona first hit and this whole pandemic started, I was a wreck. Like I'll be the first one to say it. I did not handle it well at all. I went into full like panic mode. You know, I, my senior year got cut short. I was really harping on that stuff. And a lot of people had a lot of things happen and were struggling for different reasons. Yeah. And his argument saying that it's a bad look for someone who should be in charge is so wrong because I think you and I could both agree that it's the exact opposite. It's so good to see you have this guy. I mean, he's a quarterback for America's football team. It's the Dallas Cowboys. And he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league too. He's a, I hate to say it as a Giants fan, but it's true. He's a great quarterback. To, and I think the stigma, and you said it yourself, we, we bottle it up. We don't talk about it as much as we should. And there's that stigma, I think, that, you know, especially I think people dealing with mental health issues, especially men, aren't allowed to be open about it. No, spe- it makes- especially in that sport, too. Yeah, it makes you look less than. But now you have someone who is really in the most masculine sport. He's the quarterback. He's one of the most recognizable names in football. Coming out and talking about that, you got to realize how many people that probably helps. You have this 12-year-old, 13-year-old, 14-year-old kid who's dealing with mental stuff. You know, even older people, adults who are dealing with mental stuff who never had anyone talk about it to make them realize what they're dealing with. Now you have someone who you can possibly look up to. How about who's successful? More important, well, not more importantly, I shouldn't say that, but how about the 29 year old, 32 year old left guard that is playing with Dak Prescott? That listen, the suicide and, and the death toll in NFL players is astronomical because of the head trauma. And they don't know, they, they are unable to actually talk to anyone about it. So how about that guy that's dealing with whatever he's dealing with? Now hearing his quarterback, his leader. The leader. Leader. And I'm using air quotes because I'm trying to, I really shouldn't, but I'm trying to make fun of Skip Bayless. The leader of your team, of America's team, is coming out and saying, hey, I've, I dealt with some, some like pretty dark shit. Yeah. You don't think that that's going to have them be ready to at the very least hey go to the source hey man just just out of curiosity how'd you deal with this yeah that's exactly what happens and that's what you need yeah like you know again and this is a profession it's all hyper masculinity a lot of these guys are probably you know they're six foot seven 320 pounds and they're afraid to talk about their feelings we live so now god god i'm just saying so now you have someone who's a peer of yours who is able to talk about that and relates to you. That's so powerful. We live, you, you and I live mm-hmm. in this. We we're like, we're not, we're not alphas. I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody would ever doubt us. <laughs> they already knew that. <laughs> um, but the stigma behind not being a leader or being soft or whatever, um, I think that's funny and I think it's, it plays when, you know, I'd rather drink a white claw over 
you know, Guinness or I'd rather have yeah, a take a shot of Jack Daniel. Right. Like I'd rather have a, a vodka soda or something like that over, you know, a glass of whiskey meat or like stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I'll make fun of me all you want for it. Uh, I'll, but stuff like this, I mean, that's the issue. Like, there's no yeah. thoughts about it. Like that's, that's the issue right there. It's not, you got to stop stigmatizing it, mental hundred percent. Like it, it, the issue is not, Oh, he, he quote unquote felt sad or anything like that. The issue is there are people in this world that think if you come out and you talk about the fact that you were dealing with some stuff that made you change any type of behavior or change any type of thought process that you normally would never think or do. There's no stigma behind that. Like you, yeah, you need to be able to do that. And that's, that, that's the biggest issue that it's like, Oh, don't talk. I didn't talk about it when I was growing up. You really shouldn't talk about it because it makes you seem weak. No, it's, that's why it makes you feel, that's why it it makes people strong doing it. Cause it's hard. It's not like, you know, it sounds cheesy to say, but a broken bone will heal by itself and it'll heal in a few months, if not a few weeks. Right. Mental health is one of those things that just doesn't go away there's a huge process that goes into that there's admitting which is scary as hell it's not easy to admit that you have something wrong in your head so first you have to admit it and then you have to openly work towards it so i i never actually went and and um saw anyone or talked to anyone but i remember being told honestly like hey you're clearly going through some stuff like you should go and I remember being like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I would never. And even that stigma, you know, I've changed my mind about it because the stigma isn't, oh, I'm going to see someone because I'm crazy. Like, all right, if I'm heavy and I'm going to the gym, what's nobody says anything you're about fixing, that guy. Right, 100%. Something. And yeah. it's the same thing. You're fixing, you're fixing something that you don't like about yourself or something that's keeping you down. It's the same thing with being open about mental health going to therapy, talking to someone, it, whatever it is. As society, if we're going to constantly bash people who have a spotlight for being open about mental health, you're not going to get anywhere. You're just hurting at this point. It's just, that bothered me so much. And I, yeah. I, I'm happy that we talked about like personality traits because it was definitely something that I wanted to bring up because, again, this isn't something that we're doing to panned or anything like that like matt and i honestly every time we stop recording most of our conversations are just how is our well-being like how are we doing as like human it's beings really true. like it, it again we're hilarious we know <laughs> you know you guys you guys don't <laughs> please stop dming me saying uh, you like i'm the funniest guy that you ever met and matt is like 1a please stop doing that yeah, exactly I, yeah. I, I i'm flattered but stop <laughs> But, you know, once, once it ends, it, it, we talk about things that we both need to talk about. We check in. A hundred percent. And that's so important. It's so important to have someone like so that important. in your life. And for, for someone on, I think it's Fox Sports 1. I think, yeah, Fox Sports 1. For him to have a national platform, listen, agree, disagree. There are people that are going to be watching that – are going to agree with Skip Bayless. There are people that are going to be watching that and say, yeah, you really shouldn't talk about that. 
And then the next person that's going to want to talk about it is going to be like, well, I don't want to be vilified just because I'm saying this, that, or the other thing. That's terrible. Yeah. And this is not a shtick. Like this isn't, we're not pandering. We're, we're, we're not, no, like, this, this is, is actually, real emotion this is a hundred percent us. Like this is something that we're passionate about and something that we believe in because so much. Yeah. And I don't know, may, maybe Skip Bayless at 65 plus years old has never dealt with anything where he's had mental health trauma but and it is it is an age thing too yeah i think we as a society we have grown a, quite a bit when it comes to mental health and mental illness but you know older generations if you were going to therapy you were crazy 100%. you had to keep that you were not sharing that with people they gave, because they didn't get they it. gave you a straight jacket you were, if you were going to therapy you had a straight jacket there's there's literal documentation from psych wards in the 1950s people with less anxiety than the average american college student were getting locked up yeah and because society just couldn't accept that not everyone's happy and you know i I think i think you and i talk about like uh like we use humor to mask certain things and we also use and then we also like make fun of ourselves not even masking things we just like to make fun of ourselves but but yeah i i think that what our generation has done as far as saying if you're not okay that's totally normal like that is so massive that is so and and that's one of again like like we said in that in that episode most listened to, I think it's it's our second longest because we have a three hour where we just watched Avengers. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a first podcast. That was so dumb, but I think that was a mail it in podcast. If I'm being completely honest, I think we yeah. just wanted to watch it because it was a one year. But whatever. Um, <laughs> um, shit, I lost my train of thought our most listened to podcast where we talk about mental health we're not pandering and one of the things uh, that our generation uh and the stigma just being able to to realize that you can talk about things is something that our generation changed and it's one of the things that honestly i'm most proud of being a part of the yeah. generation that changed hey like number one mental health is super important i mean it's now a joke like you know, back in the fifties, it would it would be like, yeah, hate my job, hate my wife, hate my family. But they really did. Uh, no, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And now it's, you know, now it's something that people are able to talk about, and not the hating the job, hating the wife, hating the kids, kids thing. That that that's not ideal. But, no, if that's your case, I apologize. Yeah. Um, but more so, just saying, hey, my life isn't exactly where I want it to be right now, or this, that, or the other thing isn't exactly how I want it to be or wish it was. Um, and again, there's, for whatever reason, that stigma, but, um, and I, I do agree it is a generational thing, but I don't think it's always going to be a generational thing. I don't. I mean, think about it. Values get passed down and values don't yeah. die. Like, there's still going to be that stigma. 
Well, yeah, and it's 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 always going to be there, and it's sad, and it's a lot because people don't understand it. But that's why it is our jobs, and I think that's why I'm so proud of us having this platform. And I think for the most part, we use it pretty well when there's something that we feel needs to be addressed we take the time to address it because hopefully someone does listen to this and it makes them reconsider yeah maybe you know there's there's people obviously with bigger platforms who speak out again speak out about mental illness i mean like i said Dak prescott admitting that he's going through stuff is huge for society for sports fans for people who and i don't want to like I don't want to generalize or feel like I'm attacking anyone, but for a group of people who are predominantly, there's a lot of hyper-masculinity in sports. So that might be, that's a group that might not have ever gotten touched by the concept of mental illness. They might be going through it, but they've never had it addressed directly towards them. So, you know, people with that power, openly talking about it and being accepting of it is so big. And I think that's how generationally we're just going to keep learning. Oh, absolutely. Um, It's kind of, kind of crazy because I was having this discussion with my, uh, with my dad literally an hour ago. You, it doesn't matter who you are, like athlete, who, the second you become an adult, you're, and this is quote from my dad, you know, the second you become an adult, your job is to set a good, good example for basically the next class or, yeah, you know, next generation. And for sure. it's not just Dak Prescott, but if you have a platform or following like a Dak Prescott, or you have a platform or following, like your job is to be a good human being. That's it. Yeah. Everyone has just a duty to just kind of um, make everyone feel comfortable in like life. Like that's really it. Yeah, that's it. It, just be a good person. Be be kind. Uh, really, I mean, we've said this before. We said this on our mental health podcast. We hope that we said this on our mental health podcast, you know, especially if you're a friend of ours, I say, I speak for myself, but I feel like you're with me with, with on this, like reach out, you know, we, we try to be some people that you could reach out to. And if you know us, then we hope that you know that you can reach out to us. But if you're listening to this also be someone who is able to, offer that to someone else it doesn't have to be everybody it's hard sometimes to deal with everybody's stuff and then your own but check in on your friends especially throughout right now i mean it's crazy the the world's a shit show yeah and i think i I think that like it's difficult sometimes also because like people have reached out to me and been like hey can i talk to you about something or whatever and it's very difficult because sometimes I'm going through something as well. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just, a, I just hate the fact that someone has a platform and they used it to bring negative negativity to something that should have been honestly really positive. 
it should and, have been praised. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, a show that you refuse to watch, even though I tell you to watch it all the time. Um, Mystic <laughs> Quest. Um, it's on my list, I promise. They have a quarantine episode. And since you're going to watch it, I won't spoil it. But they have a quarantine episode that they made, I think, in April. Like, like the first month or so. Um, but their season was supposed to end. Like, their season ended. The show already came out. And they were like, well, let's do another episode. And when you watch it, mm-hmm. it's so relatable. And if you have Apple TV, definitely watch it. Because I'm not saying watch the whole show because I think that humor might not reach everyone. But that last ep- the, the last episode, the quarantine episode, I think everyone would love it. And I say that because IMDb gave it like a 9.3. Wow. Yeah. So that yeah. just goes to show, like that goes to show that people that might not even enjoy this type of humor or anything like that are um, really appreciative of what that message and what that episode was, uh, was showing. So um, yeah, I wanted to make sure that we talked about that. We got to transition back to humor, but it's very important to anyone. It's like depression isn't just, Oh, I feel sad today. Depression isn't just, like depression is legitimately life altering. Like you legitimately alter the things that you do on a day to day basis in your life. Yeah. And, um, you know, don't let any stigma get you down and feel like you can't talk about it. Cause you can, and you absolutely should whenever you're ready to. Yeah. Whenever you're ready to, you absolutely should. Yeah. Super um, important. Yeah. Something that you should not do. Uh, Who's ready for a John rant? Hit me, baby. Actually, I have a rant too. So I'm oh, excited. fantastic! I'm excited that this is what this episode's gonna be, folks. We're in the middle of a pandemic. I get it. I get it. Sometimes you want to watch something when you're on the train. I totally. Hey, <laughs> hey, listen, I'm there too. I get it. I get, I'm watching stuff all the time. I'm listening to stuff all the podcasts, YouTube, Netflix, galore. Love it. That's how I spend my train rides. Get headphones i don't understand how people go to public transportation like the train and blast whatever song they're listening to whatever show they're watching youtube clip whatever it is i don't understand and it's not like hey let me you know you, you do the thing where you take your phone you, you turn it upside down just so you you can hear it yeah it's you like, know, on like the lowest setting but you can one hear bar. it it's good yeah, yeah it's one bar you put it like literally inside your head for you're actually for, surprised like, when you pull it away how little you can hear it yeah at all yeah that's yeah. the right way to do it um th- totally fine that's not how this guy was doing it i'm talking airpods sick brag i know i have airpods uh <laughs> airpods full bore i'm watching a video on youtube and I still hear this guy's whatever it was he was watching. I was so mad that I started like old man like mumbling. I was like, <laughs> can, you fucking, can you fucking turn that down? Hey, people are trying to watch stuff on the train, bud. Like just constantly saying like little, <laughs> little things right under, like loud enough where I don't know if he heard it because he was kind of like, I was in the last seat before the exit and then he was in that back section yeah there's no shot he heard that no way no he shot heard so i don't think that like and he was like older so yeah yeah whatever 
but it bothers me so much anytime anyone does that because it happens quite a bit. Oh, dude. I mean, yeah, I've had it happen to me. And I will say this. I was definitely being nitpicky in this situation, but it makes it no better. I went into Manhattan once to see Blink-182 play Good Morning America. Okay. So you have to be in the city. That's a free concert, right? It's a free concert, but here's the deal. You reserve your ticket. It's not guaranteed. The mm. show let – the gates let in at 6 a.m. So you have to be lined up in Central Park, I kid you not, by like 3.30. And there's still a huge line in front of you. There's no guarantee you're getting in. Yeah. Now, I did that on the same night I went to a Panic at the Disco and Weezer concert. So I get out of the concert at Jones Beach, drive all the way to Shirley, change my clothes and take a shower, and then get on a train in, I think, Huntington to take the train into Manhattan. Was this the uh, flat tire? No, different different time, different okay, time. Okay. Uh, anyway, the concert lets out at like 3 o'clock. By that time, or not 3 o'clock, by like 9 a.m. By that time, though, it feels like 3 in the afternoon because yeah. it's just such a long night. I, I'm now past 24 hours of no sleep. And hot as balls. Oh, yeah, you have no idea. So we take the train back, and there's this man sitting next to me. We're both super tired, and, of course, it's to our own. You know, we did it ourselves. But this man next to me is talking on his phone. And when you're, when you're in a public place, you pick up the phone. You're usually pretty quiet, right? You know, you pick up, you're like, oh, hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm on the train. No worries. Like, you, you keep it maybe pretty short because there's someone next to you. Yeah. I'm sitting next to this man. Not only is he shouting in my ear, but his phone's on speaker. <sighs> it's just that rude. So much. It bothers me it's so much. It's just rude. Oh, it is so rude. And I've, I took a rather somber company call while on the train and like i was on mute like i barely spoke I, yeah. anytime i take a phone call i'm like hey what's up yeah yeah i'm just on the train and then i kind of let them be like oh can you call me back I'm like exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah i'll call you back yeah also sorry i know that you have a rant i will let you get there two two time. more things number one i will never hang up on someone yeah so like even if I don't want to talk on the phone, I will never actually hang up on someone. I will, oh, like, do you know, are you okay? Do you not want to talk? No, yeah, no, 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 good, good. No, it's fine. Like, no, no, I, I don't want to talk because it's 1 a.m. and I'm trying to go to sleep, but no, no, no <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, two, and I think we've talked about this before, but another situation happened, and I don't remember exactly what I was called today. I believe at work today. Someone now I've been working there for four months now. Mm -hmm. So like people, it's small. People know who I am. Yeah. Guy comes in. He's like, Hey, good morning, James. <laughs> I just ate it. <laughs> yeah. You just don't correct them. I just ate that. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm to this one person. I'm James. That's and I'm it. totally fine with that. My I'm never, never going to, I will never, ever correct him. Like if I'm there for fucking 30 years and he keeps calling me James, someone will legitimately be like, why do you call him James? His name is John. And does it make like, you look so worse? Do you think? Cause you just take it. 
you know then he feels like you're messing with him the entire time i feel like a lot of the things that i do in life are a lot worse than if i just nipped it in the bud but it's very it's eerily similar to when someone invites me out and i know there's zero percent chance that i'm actually going but i'm like yeah, if I can make it, I will definitely be I'll, there. I'll, I'll do my best. I, I have a thing. I'm not sure, but I'll, I'll do it'd, my best. It'd probably be a lot better if I was just like, you know, no, I can't go. Yeah. But when I hit them with the Jeff Winger, I'll definitely try to stop by. Sometimes, sometimes it bites me in the ass in the long run. No doubt yeah. about it. Um. So yeah, I can see how this does bite me in the ass, but what am I, I'm, oh, my name's John. Like, Listen, you took the time out to say good morning to me. I'm not going to then be like, like <laughs> Oh, you said my name wrong. Yeah, I get it. No, I, I will eat that. That's on me and I will eat that. I don't even care about that. Wow. All right. Yeah. I mean, I've been there. My 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 girlfriend's uh, father doesn't spell my name right. And it's one of those things where it's so it's so minor that I haven't, I haven't like corrected him, but I just find it funny. What is he said he spells it without the t so instead of m-a-t-t one t one t oh like, this is a lunatic a little bit degrading because that's the same kind of that's the same spelling for a mat that you rub your feet on but i mean it, it's okay and there there is are it? people who spell it with one t i get it i i personally just find it funny at this point am i gonna correct him no not not, not seven years later definitely not just spell his name wrong yeah, I could do that. It'd be kind of hard, but I'll figure it out. What? Four three Islanders. <sighs> On such a bad turnover, too. Fuck. I don't know. I would just, I would do that. I would just spell his name wrong purposely. Yeah. Next. I, I mean, I never have a reason to spell his name. You don't give him cards? No. Maybe, maybe for his next birthday, I'll, I'll give him a card just for the, uh, purposely. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, just to make a point. <sighs> I always did Mr. Just to make sure that I would never. Mr. and Mrs. It's a hard name to to misspell. And it'd be really weird to call them Mr. and Mrs. at this point. I get that. But we've talked about this. Yeah. I I think again, like I, I I'm convinced that I'll be like walking down the aisle. Or no, I guess I would be at the altar because I don't walk down the aisle. But hey, like, twenty twenty. You can <laughs> Dude, I'd be so pumped if I get proposed to. It's like my life goal. All right, noted. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I also will get super emotional, like, if I propose to someone. But, yeah, like, it's 2020. Feel free to propose to me. Feel free to make my day. I like it. Um, But I still think that I'm going to be calling my significant other's parents Mr. and Mrs. I, I, don't, I don't know. I've had that, I've had that conversation with... with my dad and i'm like so when do they when do they stop becoming mr, mr. and mrs and he's like they they don't i always found it weird when people refer to their in-laws as mom and dad you ever see that yeah because they're not yeah it's it's strange and 
there's cute sentiment behind it, but it's I don't I don't know. It's just it doesn't. I will say in one situation, there's a uh, one of my family friends. They're so close that it makes sense why she calls the grandmother mom. Why okay. the wife calls the dad's mom mom. Gotcha. Would I do it? No, but it makes 100% sense. Yeah, I personally wouldn't do it. However, growing up, my it was, it was kind of fun because my friend group, all our moms were also friends. So okay. we just like, we basically refer to all our moms as mom. So if kind of makes sense. my friend's mom picked me up, I'm like, oh, hey, mom. And it was half sarcastic, but it just became casual. And that felt right. But for some reason, I don't think I could see myself calling to their faces, like my girlfriend's parents, mom and dad. It would just feel weird. Also, I couldn't imagine like my mom hearing me call another person yeah, mom. Yeah, I get like. Like, I, f- I feel like that would be bad news for me. Yeah, I mean, honestly. even, like, so, my like, I have, like, I have step-parents, right? And yeah, same. Join yeah. the club. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, like, yeah, my mom's husband's my stepdad, and my dad's wife is my stepmom. But I don't, it would be, I mean, they also, uh, I was much older by the time each of them got married to their significant others but i would never refer to them as mom or dad yeah and it's not a disrespect Mm. to them it's almost respect to my parents but they don't expect it either my stepdad's i call him pop yeah i know you're you're well he's also been since my understanding since yes so that's that's like he raised me exactly so for that that totally makes sense and i and it's all personal preference for sure but my dad married my stepmom when i was 20 and my mom married my stepdad when i was like 19 yeah so um yeah so i i know that because my stepmom was i called i did call her anna yeah, exactly. Like I did call her by her first name. So. Yeah, and it's all per- um, it's all personal preference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and no judgment. And whoever does what, it's fine. But if I think if anyone knows mixed families and crazy situations, it's us. <laughs> it's the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> but still, my suggestion doesn't matter. Does it? His name could be whatever. I would still purposely mess it up. Yeah, that might have to be the. Uh, that might have to be the move. Just be like, I'm not dealing with this shit. I've been here for seven years. I'm here to stay. That's it. Figure it out or keep my name out of your texts. Yeah. <laughs> Bud. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Um, I would like to rant now. Go ahead. So my high school has been making national news. Uh, what? Yeah. I saw you put up the picture of the shirts. That's actually different. Okay. That's actually a really cool concept, and I love charity. Uh, This is different, though. Okay. And it's actually, for the first time, I will actually admit this isn't my high school's fault. I blame my high school for a lot. 
my high school definitely has a reputation on Long Island. And a little bit. And usually deservedly. I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna pretend I didn't go there for thirteen years. I get it. I I, I know I, I know the district. I get it. I try to defend it, but sometimes it's impossible. Anyway, like most schools, they're dealing with a pandemic right now. It, it, it's it's happening. Uh, some people like to pretend it's not happening, but it's happening. And the program in which they created, I feel, is actually pretty smart. So as far as, I don't know how the elementary school works, but as far as the high school works, you're separated into groups. Monday, Tuesday is group A, Thursday, Friday is group B, and Wednesdays are cleaning days. So if you're group A, you do in-person classes on Monday and Tuesday. The school shuts down completely and it's entirely virtual on Wednesdays. They clean the entire school and then Thursday, Friday, group B comes in. If you're not taking in-person classes, you're doing it via Zoom or online. Right. There's this kid. I will not say his name because I am sick of seeing him. He was interviewed by Fox News. I am sick of seeing his name everywhere who showed up to my high school and it was a day he wasn't supposed to be there because he felt entitled to in-person learning. He, 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 he argued that it's his right to be present at the school. It's not. You, you, you are, it's your right to be educated and access to education, which you were given, uh, except on a laptop. And it sucks. I get it. I took online classes. It's not fun. But it's a pandemic. The school real quickly suspended him. But I think, according to the school, he was being a little argumentative. Suspended for five days. Don't show up. Cool, right? The next day, he shows up again. Jesus. Now, when you're suspended, you're not supposed to be on school property. It's a, right. it's a big no-no. Right. They, they call him into the office, refuses to speak to the principal. They call the cops, and, and he gets arrested for trespassing. Not great. Not great. Now, the school has put out a warning if this kid shows up in person on a day that he's not supposed to one more time, they are entirely canceling in-person learning. And this kid has the audacity to not take a little bit of the blame to the point where there's a GoFundMe started by his parents going around where people can donate for his legal fees to argue Dude, with the fuck school. This kid. Buddy, fuck this kid. He was on Fox News and of course Fox News is sympathizing with him. It's not like you're not allowed in the school. You have two days where you're allowed to do it. It is dangerous right now. There are almost 4,000 students, I believe, that go to this high school. You can't fit them all in at once. It's, no. it's just impossible. No, no way. You have to spread it out. These schools are tight. These hallways are small. You're, you can't have the entire population. This kid feels so entitled that Corona doesn't matter and that he deserves to be there full-time to the point where he's now risking it for every other student. What this dick, man. isn't even... It, it, it just goes back to our whole conversation of why can't people just be smart and not ruin things for other people? 
Dude, it's just don't be a dick. Like we're like all that- going, we're all going through the same thing right now. We all wish we could go back to normal and do everything in person. Boo hoo that you're not able to go to high. Like when I was in high school, I would have loved a reason not to have to be at a building at nine in the or not nine in the morning. It's ridiculous. Seven in the morning. Every single day. You, you're telling me there's two days a week I have to wake up and the rest I can wake up whenever and just make sure I get my work done? Sold. Like, and you know for a fact, he's just trying to, he's just trying to get a spotlight. He's just trying to be argumentative for argument's sake. He's saying he's, he's planning to protest outside the school. If that, if you really cared about education, you'd be at home taking your Zoom classes, not sitting outside causing. Right. You just want to be argumentative. You just want to cause an issue. You're just, and it's so ridiculous that people are feeding into this kid he's 18 the oldest and you're gonna let this kid fox news straight up said he's making history are you kidding me you're teaching this kid to just listen i get it you have to argue things and there's some things that need to be argued but this kid's on the wrong side right now and they're everyone's just feeding into it it's disgusting i've said this before like people can agree, people can disagree, but like this is just an like a legitimate fact. Yeah, you can be anti-vax all you want. Sure. You could be anti this. You could be anti that all you want. It's not your right to go to school. It's not your right to go to the movies. It's not your right to go shopping. It's not your right to go sit down at dinner. No. It's not your right to take public transportation. That's that is not your right at all, because guess what? Yeah. You don't want to wear a mask. I get it. Believe me. I totally get it. I hate it too. Mm-hmm. Totally do. Get in your car. Don't yep. wear a mask. Get in your car and drive. Yeah. Other than that, you're shit out of luck. Walk. Sorry. They're not saying that you can't, you definitely don't have a right to school. Cause if you had a right to go to school, then you wouldn't be able to get expelled and everyone would just be able to do whatever the fuck they wanted. Yeah. And it's not like you're, you're not losing your education. It's different. Fucking it's homeschool it's yourself. Be, then. It's being taught to you in a different way. But Crazy. it's not like you're only learning twice a week now. You're you're still learning every day. You have to take your classes. You have to do your homework. So don't give me this. It's my I'm practicing my right to go to school bullshit because you are going to school. It's just on your laptop. It's bullshit. Nothing short of it. It's yeah. fucking bullshit. You're just being argumentative for argument's sake. Yeah, and fuck you. I'm right there with you. I, you know, I'm just gonna say this kid's name. I don't know his last name. I'm gonna. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna blur it. Out. I'm gonna bleep it. Love it because you're gonna agree with me. Just by this kid's name, you can tell he's annoying. Okay. It's Maverick. Oh yeah, no fuck this. Fuck kid. this kid. Named after Top Gun? No thanks. Fuck this kid. Never even saw the movie. <laughs> Me neither, but I know I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah, no. Fuck that kid. Yeah. Nope. Um, yeah. No. I also love getting in, into rants. And I know that so, both of us could have gotten a little deeper with it. Sure. And it sucks because I, like, I feel like when I'm ready to go for a rant, I get all this like aggression built up. And I'm like, oh, low T. Yeah. I feel that. Or I I hold back and then like in an hour from now I'm I'm like, oh I yeah. had X, Y, and Z. Yeah. 
I suck. I, I like to argue the arguments in my head. Dude, I'm the best argument in the world. Argue, arguer? Is that the word? I'm the best arguer in the shower. Same, After everything but... has already happened. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, should have said this. It would have it would have killed. Dude, but... if they could hold courts in the shower, I'd be a lawyer. I'd be unstoppable. Yeah. That'd be hot. Dude, naked, that would be hot. naked law? That should be a TV show. It could be. There's all these stupid. I I, <laughs> I love my mom to death, but she recently had knee surgery, and she's been home. So now I hate her. Watching no, watching a lot of daytime television, and most of that are those stupid court shows. There's a court show. One Jerry Springer's a judge now. Who? Well, why? Shocker. There's another one. It's a couple. So there's two judges who are married to each other doing judging which i didn't even think is legal i don't think it is it's there's so many versions of court i think i think we need to do naked law i think that would be genius because you get all the one you have those stupid daytime court shows so you have you have the mom audience and then you have naked which i think we could easily link to naked and afraid so now you have the dad audience and I think the whole I, the the name Naked Law, I mean, that would draw me in. Yeah. Same. Do you have anything else? Because if not, I think we need to get working on this. Yeah. No, I think we need to start working on Naked Law. This, this is gonna be a dope TV show. Yeah. I mean, N- Naked Law sponsored by Broship. Yeah. Hosted by Paul Rudd. <sighs> right. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> if Chrissy Teigen can be a judge, so can Paul Rudd. Uh, words of wisdom. Broship, a non-romantic pairing of two characters together, it focuses on their relationship as friends, or occasionally as real blood-related brothers.